This week on Media Delta, Nick Arcade. For when you want to put your Magician Lord skills to the test to win an Apple computer and a really weird camcorder. Also a karaoke machine. And sneakers that ratchet. Because it was the 90s. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Media Delta. Um, today we have a, uh, game, a show that's not necessarily... We haven't played a game so much based on this, uh, or this didn't really have any games based on it, because it itself uh, is based on games. And a while ago, we took a look at Nickelodeon Guts. But this this uh, episode, we are taking a look at another Nickelodeon property. This time, we're taking a look at Nick Arcade, uh, which was, unlike Guts, uh, this was a more traditional game show. Uh, that was, in fact, based around games, sort of. Um, it started or it originally was air. It originally aired in on January fourth, nineteen ninety two. Last episode was November sixth of nineteen ninety two. Although this show was in syndication for so long that, or just in reruns for so long that it seemed like it lasted longer, even though it lasted less than a year. Uh, and we watched a handful of episodes. Uh, mostly in season two, because that's what was available. Uh, so um, I was not the only one who watched this. So please introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Axe, and I'm here for Phil Moore's gold shirt. Hey, I'm Coolio, video game wizard. I'm Portable Stove. I can't stop wearing the Hawaiian shirt. Uh, I'm Torpid Typist, and I'm here to sing the praises of Joey Fatone. Yes. Um, so this show, it's... I, I probably call this cult classic. Uh, it is one of the Nickelodeon game shows. It's probably one that a lot of people have pretty good. They're pretty fond for it uh, and have uh, a lot of good memories of it. But uh, we took a look at it and we're going to discuss how well it is aged. Um, so we might as well just go ahead and start in with questions. So X. Uh, what was your general impressions, and are there any particular element that you'd like to bring up? Um, so this was the show back when I when I was a kid. Like this was this was one of two shows that I aspired to one day be on. Uh, the other being Legends of the Hidden Temple. Damn that shrine, the Silver Monkey. But um, rewatching this, uh, it was it was an interesting experience because, like. As a kid, you watch it and you're just blinded by the video games and the cool effects. And as an adult, you're jaded enough to to see behind it and and see sort of the 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 what you call it limitations uh, of the format. Um, but overall, like it still, you know, everybody involved seems to be having a, a at least a good enough time. To, to warrant the number of seasons, seasons and episodes it has. Um, Phil Moore seems to be having having a good time, or at the very least, he's there. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's, it was enjoyable to, to watch again. Even, even if you really only needed to watch, like, one episode to get an idea uh, of what's going on. It, it, you genuinely didn't need to watch every episode that, that you linked to really build an opinion on the show yeah i could it, it, the problem was also especially with the like 
from what I remember watching it, like I saw an episode and then basically it all came back that really, yeah, you really only if you want an idea of what the show is, you really only need to watch an episode because there isn't a whole the only real difference between like there wasn't any like format change. The only differences are just what appeared in each episode because mm-hmm. it's pretty much always the same. Um, there's it's a pretty standard format. And it's it's interesting because the format worked sort of. Uh, we'll talk more about that in, during one of the other questions. But um, overall, just it's. It's an interesting show, and you can see why it's it's more cult classic-y than it was a runaway hit. Like, it, it didn't have the success of Guts, and that's largely because of just the format itself. Which is a shame, because I think it's actually much better than Guts. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't disagree. I actually preferred the uh, video game stuff to the running around gyms and shit like that. Um, as far as a single element, I'd like to call out, I want to call out that the ending segment where they go into the game room and they're behind, I believe it was actually a blue screen at the time. It's a green screen. Was uh, it a, I, I could have sworn they said it was a blue screen. Uh, no, so, I know uh, a video so, was posted. So yeah. the, th- the thing is, is that I believe because after this, I went and looked up. Uh, I also linked a, a interview with Phil Moore at a uh, convention i think in 2016 uh, and he was talking about that entire segment which will probably go a little bit further on i don't know if we want to talk about now or later um but it was either a blue or green screen uh i think uh there was also a recreation i believe in 2015 uh that was put in a museum on uh, mm. that i believe they use a green screen uh but i believe he said it might have actually been a blue screen yeah okay. e- either it, way it was it, it was, was a, a chroma key yeah it was a chroma key essentially but rewatching that segment, like it, it was it. They obviously had to do some kind of interesting setup to make it look like they were actually doing going on to the things that were on screen, despite it not being there. And it's still like even to this day, it's still kind of I don't want to say it blows my mind, but it's still really cool what they did with the budget that they had. Oh, definitely. It is pretty neat. But holy shit, there is no feedback whatsoever. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, in an interview, Fillmore actually was like very much saying that it's like he had no idea. Like he felt sorry for every person who had to go. He actually felt sorry for every contestant on that show because it was apparently just like you don't really think about because you think of most game shows it's like mostly adults. But when you're a kid, uh, having to do all the pre-production stuff like having to put on like makeup and like getting into weird clothes and having like people having to like, uh, like to perform through the makeup and like wire stuff, like wire microphones through your clothes, uh, would just be really weird. Uh, but the way that he described it is, yeah, it's just, you go into a room that is ice cold backstage and you go into that video zone room, which is like, was like 120 degrees in there. Uh, and it's entirely green or entirely whatever the color was. Uh, and your only source of feed, like your only feedback was looking at a 19 inch Trinitron that was like 20 feet away. Uh, so, yeah. so you, like he was saying, it's like, yeah, you see the kids that are just kind of stopping, just looking at something that's because they're squinting at a screen. That's so tiny that they can't even see what's going on. Yeah, the like screen is episode, tiny, but the like 
bad zones that are being occupied by enemy sprites or whatever, that's fucking massive, but they can't yeah. see it. Uh, they are not also a... massive, which is also really yeah. good when the kids are tall and it causes a lot of problems for those games and they get hit a lot because of it. Yeah, like uh, one of the, I think it was the fourth video that we watched or that I watched because I don't watch with you people. Um, and uh, the one kid clearly ducked low enough to get under the one cactus, but it's still triggered anyway because his hitbox was huge because he's a yeah. big kid. There was, was one team of two in both of them. The guy and the gal were f tall. They were tall. They were probably on the older end too, but they were they were quite tall compared to everyone else. So when they went through, they got hit by everything. Yeah. Oh, and, there, there, there's also the matter that, uh, especially during the third round, um, like oftentimes they would, you know, they would die and you restart the game. But oftentimes there was someone that was standing exactly where the uh, video game master would spawn in. And so they immediately take like a million hits. Yeah, there are like no iframes or anything. Yeah. Yeah. It, it felt like it, the segment was really fucking cool, but also seemed very, very, very unfair. Yeah, it it definitely was. And yeah, um. He was talking like he was talking about that. Apparently, the way that that was working is that it was essentially it was a screen that um, was basically uh, like it was like a game screen, but um, it was essentially something that you would click on using a mouse. Uh, but what they did was basically the mouse click would correspond to anything that was the person. So their essentially their entire body was their hitbox. Yeah. So that that's that's what I wanted to, to discuss. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Um, well, first and foremost, this is a very 90s children's game show. <laughs> uh, very um, vibrant presentation, very wacky host, which we'll uh, talk about in a bit here. Um, and very video game centric. Um, one thing that I will point out, though, is that, like, for 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 wanting to focus on video games, there was I feel like they they were kind of trying to cram as much as they possibly could in there, and there's a whole lot that really doesn't have to do with anything in particular, like the video puzzles, pop quiz questions had could could be pretty much any um, any category at all. But um, I guess, yeah. So it's it, it's just trying to I don't know. What it's trying to do <laughs> balance them and yeah, yeah. It's just just trying to fill as much space as possible and do it as quickly as possible. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, what what I wanted to point out in particular was the um, the 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 vi the video game room at the end, which uh, Axe has already done. So, is there anything else you were thinking about? Um, uh, I, I do remember you. I think it was you specifically mentioning the really really tight time limits in the chat. Uh, a couple of people mentioned that, but yeah, it it is a very fast moving show it's a show that 
really doesn't fit in the half hour slot that uh that is a lot uh, allocated to it so like they they get through like seven six or seven spaces and oh time has run out we got to go to the goal now and it's like yeah it it could have done with a little more time for sure yeah the format was super rigid and also something that i just kind of thought of uh there did not seem to be very much editing in between yeah. um like the <laughs> thing absolutely not you see uh Fillmore just kind of rolling with it like oh i uh, 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 uh all right what's this just he doesn't they don't really edit out any of the flubs that he does yeah there is some editing as evidenced from what uh from the uh the interview that uh, that was linked to us here, but um, very little. Just pretty much when they have to cut the show. Yeah, yeah, because it's like it is incredibly smooth going from bit to bit to bit. Um, and if it was either uh, that entire recording segment took like ten minutes, or they had some fantastic editors, because you cannot tell uh, when the actual like when is it like forward in time a little bit um which i i don't know if that's either impressive or um very budget budget friendly i'll just i'll say it like that the Um, the show just feels very budget in general honestly yeah i can see that dear lord did it feel budget i was gonna gonna say they probably spent all that budget on the neo geos that they had to get (laughs) (laughs) no wonder why they used them for so many episodes straight yeah, I think they because I I swear that they because it always seems like they have a pattern for like in the video like the, in the video challenge. Um, actually, is it was anyone going to talk about that? Or yeah, stove yeah. or torpo? Were you going to talk about that? I mean, no, I, I could. <laughs> well, I was going to say I'll, I'll just leave that for mine then. Uh, so was that what you're thinking, Coolio? Pretty much, yeah. All right, uh, stove. Uh. So I guess I was, I was not, um, it took me a while to learn that this show existed when I was younger. Like I actually never watched it until Nickelodeon two or whatever proprietary channel existed until that was, uh, so I didn't watch it when I was younger. So I didn't know about it. I didn't know, Oh, Hey, there's a video game game show. I want to be on that. Um, and I'd only watched like two episodes when I did find out about it. Uh, so in this case, my general impressions are pretty much again. Yeah, it's a '90s Nickelodeon uh, game show, except there's no slime involved. Surprisingly, yeah. Um, there's there's just uh, video screens and and Phil Moore. Um, I for what it was, I kind of enjoyed it. I had fun with it. Um, definitely agreed that. Um, it seemed like the format was extremely rigid. They didn't really have time to do much. I actually, what the thing that I wanted to bring up was the, the map just because I didn't watch. I didn't watch all the episodes <laughs> again. Um, I watched a couple and then I kind of felt like, okay, I kind of get the gist of this now. Um, there's Mikey, who's the avatar for both teams. You're meant to guide Mikey to the goal. Well, most of the time, the goal is like 10 squares away, but they only have time for like six or seven, like was said before. 
Um, and in general, like three of those squares are going to be the bully. Sometimes the bully is right next to the bully, which just makes that just causes a lot of problems on its own. Just, okay, you have control of Mikey. Okay, no, now they have control of Mikey. It just, it seemed like it was rigid, but also kind of not well thought out. Um, at the that same time, time, one team got hit by the bully three times in a row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That fucking happened. Yeah. So I think they had the um, idea for something really good there. It wasn't necessarily super well executed, but I still think for what it is, it's really fun. And yeah, the element I want to bring up is the map in which also Mikey just annoys the shit out of me for some reason. He doesn't talk or do anything, but I hate how he looks. I hate how he skateboards. I hate that he's always going to the mall. Yeah, This isn't a complaint that I have with the show. It's a complaint that I have with Amazon. What was their episode? Like they had an entire season. Like that season had like 50 some episodes. Why did the seven that they picked were a really bad sampling? Because it was all the same area. It was all the school. There is definitely more thing all, all the time. Like the enemy was always the bully. And there's like, I looked it up. There's like eight bullies in there. Or the, there's like eight enemies in that, like in the entire thing. Also, one of like, which is... had the same cabinets the whole way through. What, yes. one of one of which is extremely yikes yeah 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 just don't just don't have witch doctors in anything Ugh. unless you diablo but also Even if, then. If, if we're talking about the board i should mention these boards are huge and chock full of shit there is so much stuff in them but they have no fucking time yeah like the first episode that was on the list i think the first episode of season one uh was like one of the few times that a team actually hit the goal. And in the back of my mind, I'm going, why, why wouldn't you like swivel around and try to get more stuff? But, oh, well, you don't have the time to do that. That's why. It- uh, so I'm, look- I'm looking at a board. It is, let's see, three by one, two, three. Four. It's three by six, essentially. And you have enough time for maybe like six not seven. even half of them. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have time for ha- uh, more than half of them if like two thirds of them were just you landing on game over just continuously said, it's usually around like <laughs> six or seven at most just continuously like tennis balling the bull between the bullies just yeah and that's kind of my element just i feel like the map is too big for what they wanted to do like they could have kind of thought they could have thought of something better i think in that case or um something else i had but i think i'm going to save that for when we actually get to the format question okay uh so you're good I'm good. All right, Torpo. So, like, I watched this as a kid, but I barely remembered it. Uh, But, like, going back and looking at it now, I'm surprised at how much I enjoyed it and got into it. Like, it was actually pretty fun, though I feel like Phil Moore's energy really helped and was very contagious, though I'll get into that more later. Yeah. He he was a good host. But uh, just in general, I I actually had quite a bit of fun with it. Uh, I, I will say... Their selection of games was weirdly limited. And also, like, kids were always afraid of going for certain cabinets, and it was very obvious. Yeah, uh, no one picked Super R-Type. Nobody picked Super R-Type, and that's perfectly okay. But <laughs> Nobody should have picked Super R-Type, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Also, some of, those, some of those challenges were really suspect. Like, they didn't quite know what to do so- with that game. 
Yeah. Because a lot of it, it, it was in the era where it was like, well, just get points, I, I guess. I don't what's like defeating or anything. Also, they give you like 30 seconds, so it's not like you really have enough time to do anything. Once once again, that's that's like a format thing I'll get into later. But yeah, it it's, oh, you can feel the time limits. Uh, also, you can feel how budget the show is because of the prizes they give out, like shoes and a Casio and... It- do you like nerds? Here, have a box of nerds. And a <laughs> singalodeon machine, or as they call it in Japan, karaoke. But in the US, they call it singalodeon. <laughs> yes. One of, one of the freaking uh, main prizes was what they called a basketball machine or a basketball system. I'm just like, it's just a, you can just call it a basketball hoop. It's fine. Like, that's yeah, what most people just consider it as. It was a hoop you could roll around, you know, the normal hoop you got for a fucking okay. driveway. Okay. The only thing, the only one uh, prize that I do want to call out that I thought, like, I would actually like that uh, is, at first it looked like it was just a ping pong table. Um, it was like, oh, it's just a ping pong table. But it had an attachment that lets you, like, have, like, a pitching machine in the table, which I thought was neat. I okay. like that. But we want to talk about that really, like, high-end camera they were offering, too? Yeah, that, that, that's a dad gift. Yeah, okay. like what the fuck? And for for that matter, the Apple computer. I mean, just the description was, you know, specifically selling it to adults. Yeah, what I'll... what kid is going to enjoy, you know, spreadsheets? Yeah, well, also the fact that 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 was like a Mac. It's Macintosh era a computer, so it's like the really the one that's like the least gaming focused of exactly. all of them. Thousands exactly. of applications. None of them games. <laughs> Except you get you get Dark Castle. That's it. Um, if you're really if you're really nice to your parents, maybe they'll buy you fucking uninvited or something. Yeah, I think there was a part of SimCity as well. I mean, there was I mean there was stuff on the Macintosh, but it was still the Macintosh. Yes, it's I mean, like it's like of getting the 16 bit consoles like in the Turbo Graphics. <laughs> there was there was also the the trips to fucking Universal Studios, which is like ah, really reaching deep into the piggy bank for that one, aren't you? <laughs> you can stay place. on the lot for like a couple more hours <laughs> and play and play tennis at your resort. So do you? Yeah, you play tennis at a resort. I'm going down to Orlando, Florida to play fucking tennis at my hotel. Hell yeah! But uh, just ah, oh God, it was. It was definitely one of their more budget shows, but that's kind of a shame because it was one of their more interesting ones too. Like Guts, as as has been mentioned in the past, was really boring, but like this is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. And and also, do you think that they paid for flights? Probably not. Yeah, I mean specifically uh, to the hotel, but also those people are probably local too. So yeah. Regardless, though, that's 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 my all right. Uh yeah, I I enjoyed it. Like I I wouldn't say that I was super like on my seat into it, but it was definitely more enjoyable than watching like guts. Um I definitely it is one that I enjoyed watching, that's for sure. Um and yeah, the thing that I wanted to talk about was like the thing that actually drew me in as a kid, which was the arcade part, which was the actual like video challenge which showed up incredibly like was barely there. Like cuz there's like some like rounds where you just don't get it. Like you don't get like the main thing about the show. Um, yeah, that definitely should have figured in a little more into the show. Yeah. 
Um, which also I'm looking at the list of every game that was featured on there. The one that I do specifically want to call out because I am kind of mad that they did not put it in the list because it's actually um, a very notable uh, thing they had on there. This they, they had Sonic 2 on there, but uh, it was only on an episode that actually had um, was actually a special episode that had uh, characters or like it had. I think it was two Nickelodeon shows against each other, um, but it had uh, Melissa Joan Hart and the kid who played Fergus from uh, Closer uh, Explains It All. Uh, that episode is notable because it uh, they played Sonic 2. Um, but the thing is, is that Sonic 2 had not come out yet. So they were playing a prototype version of Sonic 2 uh, that no one has found a dump for yet. Um, it hmm. is a version that has a very weird look like... Emerald Hill Zone looks similar to what it you, it normally is, but it's actually slightly different. And also the music that's playing in the background is the Starlight Zone music from Sonic 1, which that's like the one uh, interesting game or, or like the one notable uh, thing about that. But like look at the list. Uh, this is actually where I uh, found out about some uh, pretty neat games. Like uh, it's where I first saw Gunnack for the first time. It's where I think I saw El Viento for the first time. Um, look at this list. I I don't remember Shadow of the Beast being on there, but of course that was on there. Um, it's like Super Ghouls and Ghost was on there, like Sonic One and Two. Uh, As a kid, it was there. the first time I had heard about Act Razor. Yeah, Act Razor was another one that appeared a lot. Uh, I don't remember Green Dog ever showing up, but apparently it did. Uh, also, I forgot about Snow Brothers actually being in the game. Also, Hyperzone. Uh, but everyone sucked at. Yeah, I find one weird thing with the Hyperzone one is, you know, you have 30 seconds to get a certain number of points, but during the entire last five seconds of it, nothing happens. Yeah, like it, you just run into a part that it's like there's no enemies. Um, and yeah, um, I'm just kind of looking at this like, yeah, apparently they had at what because it always seemed like the cabinets that they had. And I'm pretty sure this was like it was like this for every episode. It was always Genesis, NES, Genesis, Neo Geo, SNES. They always had two Genesises, an NES, a Neo Geo, and a SNES. Uh, which usually had, like, their SNES games were actually pretty good. Like, they had, um, uh, yeah, it's like our Act Razor, Super Adventure Island, Gradius 3, uh, Super R-Type, Legend of the Mystical Ninja would show up occasionally. Uh, Paperboy 2, but let's ignore that one. Um, and yeah, so the, the line, list of games was actually pretty good. You want to talk about how they like swapping oh. out the controller for a stick too to make it look like a cabinet? Yeah, it's weird because it wasn't for every one of them because the Genesis one, um, the Genesis ones looked like it was just a controller, but the Neo Geo and the SNES ones uh, had um, like their controller was a, it was like a stick. It wasn't like a, um, like it wasn't just a controller. Uh, the weird one that I found that was just a controller was NES though. The NES Advantage existed, like, and it was a very prominent thing. I don't know why they didn't have an advantage for those, but I digress. So, yeah, uh, that's more, you know, and also, I mean, okay, I just noticed another thing on the list. Uh, Toki was on there on two different platforms. <laughs> <laughs> the NES version, the uh, Genesis version was on there. Don't know why they had that, but anyway. Uh, also, and yeah, the challenges, it was like, because if you think about how they mechanically had to do that, you really like they didn't want to have to have to play up to the a game to a certain pot, except for I remember there for Act Razor, 
it would either always be Fillmore. So the first stage, or it would be Marana, which is like, like more than halfway into the game for some reason. So I don't know, unless they had a save there that they was like, oh, it's just, it happens to be at Marana. So you're going to be playing that level. Um, I always thought that was weird. But yeah, it was always like you get 30 seconds and you have to get enough points. Um, so at that point, um, it was like, just play it. Uh, but then also, once you play the game, they had to shut the machine off because I don't think they wanted to reset it again. Um, but yeah, that's that that's my two cents on uh, my general impressions. So uh, uh, we- th- sorry, uh, my apologies. Uh, one thing I did forget to talk about was um the beginning game, which looked to be some kind of weird. I, oh, the yes. only one that I saw was the stereo one, which seemed to be some kind of weird Pong uh, thing. Here's a spoiler. They're all some various variants of Pong. Uh, <laughs> and they all, okay, except for I believe there is like a shooting one. Uh, there's like a really bad like um, like Math Blaster level shooting game. Uh, uh, I kind of forgot about that because uh, I started to skip uh that segment after a while because i just didn't want to watch it anymore fair enough they no one was really good at it but it also looked really bad to begin with yeah they're like there are three pong variants star defenders brainstorm and battle of the bands then there were two uh i guess you'd call them gallery shooters meteoroids laser surgeon and then there were 2d like uh sort of I wouldn't say platformer, but sort of racer types called Post Haste, Jet Jocks, and Crater Rangers. Huh. Yeah, I can't remember those, but, you know, I probably didn't remember them because they didn't put them in the stupid episodes that they had on sale. Nope. Um, but yeah. Um, so we've brought him up quite a while or a bit because he's, kind of he's kind of a big part of the show. Uh, so, Torpo. How'd you feel about the presentation, the presenter, a.k.a. Phil Moore? Uh, the presenter was great. Phil Moore was absolutely fantastic. Uh, he had a really solid energy that was infectious, and it was... In general, he did a really good job of presenting everything, to at least the best of his ability, even if some of his game commentary was a bit... Yeah. Like, he, he definitely struggled at times, even though he tried. But, uh... He, he did his best to carry the show, and it it wouldn't be the same without him. Uh, the presentation in general, like, they were obviously going for a video game vibe, even if a lot of it wasn't terribly video gamey. Like, the weird question bit, uh, where they would ask all kinds of questions, but some of them were really weirdly niche. Yeah. And it was really good, because one time, uh, Fillmore, I don't remember what the question was, but uh, had asked that. Both teams got it wrong, and immediately followed up with, like, the most softball question imaginable. Yeah, yeah, the question difficulty was is very variant. Um like it's it's like talking about like Supreme Court justices uh and then like uh oh god I, I can't remember what any of them are, but it's there was a very widespread of questions and all varying difficulties and there it wasn't like it was a gradual thing, like it was just you'd be doing a rant like first question would be super hard, but then later ones would be like super easy. Um right. like it, it, it seemed like it was almost like pulling random cards out of a Trivial Pursuit package. Yeah, it really did feel that way, didn't it? Yeah. Except for there was one time they asked a question that was video game related, and it was about bonk. Mm-hmm. Which is great, because it looks like they didn't even bother having any Turbo Graphics. 
games. Yeah. The, o- the only TurboGrafx game they had in the entire show is wrong was Parasol Stars for some reason. Okay. Which, don't get me wrong, Parasol Stars is great, but still. But yeah, just in, in general. And we, we already went over the issues with like the uh, the map, going through the map. Which, they go through two different maps. So it's not like they just go through one and then continue after the break. No, it's they go through one of them, are interrupted by the break, and then go through another. And are interrupted by the break. Yes, because the break is always in the same spot at the same time, and they just basically revolve the format around that. Like, there's no no real like leniency in that regard. So it's, oh, we're going through a map, then, ah, shit, time's up. It's just about time for a commercial break. Let's do the final question, and then commercial break. Like it, it's, it's incredibly rigid. Yeah. But, uh, and, and going more with the presentation, I do think the, the uh, going into the video game bit was neat, but incredibly janky. It was really cool for what it was, but it's just a general complete lack of feedback, and also, uh... Essentially, kids are probably getting yelled at behind the screen. <laughs> yelled at not in an angry way, but just told what to do and where things are, and it's all messy. It's all very messy. To the point where, once again, kids will just get stuck in spots and don't know that they're taking damage until, boom, game over. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, I don't know. It's it's neat, but incredibly jank. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's my opinion. All right. Uh, Stove. I mean, I agree for the I agree for the most part. Like it seemed kind of it seemed kind of low rent a bit. I do appreciate that they did have the different arcade uh, standees up. And I guess even putting in the idea that it's kind of arcade based. So they do have some sticks, but not the advantage for whatever reason. Um, I like that aspect. But yeah, just a lot of it seemed kind of uh, low budget. You gotta love the um, robot, <laughs> the robot game where they distort the video and you have to guess where it is. One of the answers was playing with a dog, and they had to go to the judges like, "Can we just accept dog? Because do we really want to be that semantic?" <laughs> and the answer was no that time. But then they're looking at a grocery cart. Someone says grocery cart, and it's like, "No, they're at the grocery store." Like what? I don't know, but. Well, to be fair, they did specify where are Izzy. Like, where where is that being shot? You could say, "Oh, they're at the grocery cart." That could be a location. No, it couldn't. Technically, a location. BRB gonna hang out with the boys at the grocery cart. Where is the robot? So the robot is at dog. Also, that robot footage was fucking horrible. It was god awful. It was some deep fried shit. And then there was one that I didn't understand. Um, they just played a few clips, and then the answer was Gloria, Gloria Estevan. I'm like, what? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I remember uh, that. The, the clips were like, who are they referring to? But also, it was like incredibly dated. So watching it now is like, what? Yeah, it was really weird. That show dates itself really fucking hard. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, as Torpo said, the final challenge where they go into the video game and they have to fight the game wizards just it's it's too jank it's honestly before it's time like it wasn't really something that was ready to go yet especially if they were having to look at like a really small tv um kind of as i said before it's 
it's an issue where they're looking at a really small TV, like they're looking at a very small screen, but the sprites are too big for their hitboxes, and so they're continuously taking damage. And yes, they try to power through to get the orbs, but it most of the time doesn't work. So it just kind of winds up being a being kind of a wash in the end. And then yeah, uh, Fillmore brings so much energy to the show. It's actually it's actually pretty impressive. Like he's always just kind of rolling with it. He's going. He's making the kids feel like I want. I don't want to say welcome because that's kind of a weird way to put it, but. I guess comfortable with the game, even though like, don't don't touch people's shoulders, man. Don't do that. But that's a I think that's a game show host thing in the '90s. Just hey, here I'm gonna you know rub your shoulders, give you a good talking to. I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely a thing that has changed with the times. Yeah, but no, uh, Fillmore was great. I actually liked him. Um, not I want to say something about the contestants but i realize that they're children so it's kind of <laughs> can't really say anything because they criticize the children yep um they find these people man uh, it, so in in that interview that uh fillmore gives um he basically talks about his experience working with the kids and that he he always felt sorry for the kids because he under like Working out, like I imagine working on a game show like that, uh, for especially for the first time, is probably a very daunting experience. Um, the only thing that he said that really frustrated him uh, was some of the answers that uh, kids would give, and him having to restrain himself from having a conniption fit uh, at kids getting very <laughs> simple questions wrong. Uh, he gives an example of uh, there was a kid that was the question was. Um, there is a phrase that is commonly associated uh, with a particular city that has to do with American history. The phrase is remember the blank. Uh, and the kid says, remember the Amico. And he <laughs> almost walked it. <laughs> like he said, that is the first time I had, I ever had to physically restrain myself from swearing on TV. <laughs> this kid, <laughs> because of how ridiculous of an answer that was. Um, Amico. Maybe the remember the Amico. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's also yeah they're they're kids. It basically, they described like the uh process of getting it is like basically they went to apparently they brought in a bunch of like high school middle school kids and just brought them in to play games and like they had like interns kind of interviewing them, uh and then they're like, well, I'll just pick some of these kids, and then that was essentially it. Um, so, um, so it's always interesting how the crowd was entirely kids. Yeah. That was often the case, though, with pretty much any game show that uh, is directed toward children. The audience is most likely going to be almost entirely, if not 100% children. In general, like, isn't it a thing, or was it a thing where if you were, like, visiting the lot, you got to sometimes go to these shows for free or something like that yeah it, it was an avail yeah it was i don't know if it was for free but it was definitely a thing that you could do there it's it's kind of, it's bit also the same thing as almost any tv show there are a few tv shows that are going to make you actually pay to get to get in like they would rather just make sure that 
all of the seats are filled, that there is a big audience and they're having fun rather than make everyone pay for the show. And, you know, maybe there is half a crowd and they're not getting their money's worth or they don't feel like they are. So they're not having as much fun, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's all I got. Just Fillmore's pretty good. I, I kind of like him. All right. Uh, Coolio. Uh, we've said a lot about Phil Moore. We haven't said anything about Andrea Lively, who is the narrator. Um, as mentioned, Phil Moore wasn't really much of a commentator when it came to uh, the face-off and the video challenges and all that. I am left to wonder if they had let Andrea Lively do the commentary for those, how different that would be. Like, Would it be better? Would it be worse? I don't know. Uh, I feel like it would probably be at least a little better. Um, which again is not to say anything bad about Phil Moore. He's not much of a commentator, but he's one hell of a kid's game show host. Um, he is very energetic, knows how to keep the show going, knows how to handle the contestants. Um, yeah, um, that's my bit on that pretty much. Okay. Uh, X. Um, so I gotta be honest, like when I rewatch, when I watched that first episode, I, I kind of just like, it just, it just, it lacked, it lacked energy. It, it felt. And then I watched, you know, a couple more episodes and, you know, I feel like even though that in some way kind of contradicts what I said about, like, you get an idea of what the show is like, uh, at the, at the start of the, the, uh, this cast, um, it, it's, you kind of really need to pay attention to more because he, 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 he's, he's, it's almost kind of, uh, I can't think of the word, but he, 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 he catches you off guard because you start off with this very lackluster. Oh, looks like the, the, the wave is going in the, the, no, and that hit. And he's, there's just no commentary. There's no energy to the, to that opening segment. And then, Bam! Right into the talking to the kids, talking about the the game, talking about you know the format of the episode, and it's it's just this bizarre switch between the two. Um, and he has this awkward energy to him, like he's got energy, but it's 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 very awkward. Like when they're switching between, uh, like when they switch from from the map to to the arcade, he he always catch him singing along to the tune because he doesn't know what else to do with himself in the time that it takes to switch over and they're not editing any of this they're just keeping everything in everything from his humming and singing along to to the flubs there's this awkward energy to this entire the entire presentation of it but it's also kind of impersonal one of the interesting things about guts was that they took time out of the show to introduce you to the kids or the challengers they told you a little bit about them they talked to them you know and in this you get like a very brief hey i, I hear you like to do art that's fantastic why oh okay because you're a kid cool and then moving right along like there's it's it's just this bizarrely impersonal feel to to the to this show a bit um and we've mentioned it before, but it bears repeating how rigid the structure is where 
you know, most of the time you're not reaching the goal and playing the game the way it was meant to be played. You're being forced into the goal and then, you know, just somebody answer it correctly so we can move the hell on. Um, the, 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 that is its huge weakness is the kids don't get a real chance to explore the board, to try out the different events, to earn the different prizes. Uh, the, the enemy is oddly placed. There's a bunch of them. There was the one episode where they got the enemy one right after another, uh, not using all, they didn't really reuse the, the different locations so you almost constantly had, and I know this was mentioned already, but you almost constantly had either the mall or Mikey's neighborhood, which meant you ended up with the bully since he was the enemy for those areas. Um, Presentation-wise, it, it's very all over the place. Whereas Phil, and then there's Phil Moore trying to just keep it all together and corral these children through these mini games and these these events. Uh, some some of which are really fun, the video challenge. And some that are absolute horseshit, like the robot. Um, and it's it's just an interesting, very interesting uh, show with a very fabric, fab- not fabricated, um, uh, fragmented kind of format. Yeah, I know one like- thing. One thing to note is. Um- as far as Phil singing all the time, that wasn't really his idea. That's they they had to break for like twenty minutes for whatever reason, and they were playing the music on a continuous loop during that entire <laughs> time. And so he just started singing with that. And when he proposed to not sing during the show, they cut the show and told him what happened to the singing. And just made him sing, forced him to sing on the show all the freaking time. That's unfortunate. Poor guy. It's <laughs> it's still funny though because it the one episode it it almost seems like he he it, it, now that you say that it almost seems like he didn't want to do it. It's just very like dun, 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 dun. and he just he does it very quietly, almost like he's being like ordered to do it. It's funny. Yeah, and he is. <laughs> it, it, it's just, it was just a, an interesting thing that I noted. And the fact that they didn't cut it out, uh, that, that also explains it. But yeah, just that, the, those are my thoughts. All right. Um, yeah, uh, Phil Moore was a really great host. And he apparently still has a lot of energy for uh, the show itself. He's done apparently a few things that are similar to Nick Arcade, like at uh, like one-time things. He apparently tried to have something called VG uh, Rumble that uh, was apparently did not pan out. Um, but uh, that is he, he apparently still has a really lot of uh, passion for uh, stuff that he does. And also, like, apparently he like after he worked on Nick Arcade, he apparently did stuff for like tech TV. So he worked on like in G4, like he worked on like Attack of the Show. And I forgot what other thing he mentioned. Uh, so he kind of almost stayed a little bit in the gaming arena. Um, like apparently he worked on even some reviewing for a little bit. Um, so he definitely had a passion for it. That, that is something that is undeniable. Uh, the set is a little weird, but yeah, uh, I, I agree with Stove. Uh, Mikey looks a little weird. 
He looks like a low rent gray man. Especially that the little intro or the uh, intermission animation they do um, between like the first and second round, where they just kind of very awkwardly shift around a pic- just a static picture of him, and then he eventually gives a thumbs up, and it looks really bad. I get a feeling that's going to be the um, the thumbnail for this episode. If I can find a picture of it, probably. Uh, there is one in the chat. Oh, yes. Uh, that'll probably be the one that I use. <laughs> yeah, that'll definitely be the one that I use. The um, art in general is it'll fit, questionable. It'll, it'll fit with the the color of the thumbnail, too, which is great. <laughs> Just the, the art in general was uh, certainly something. Why doesn't he have a nose? I never really thought about it. Why doesn't he have a nose? That's the first thing I noticed. He didn't have a nose. I was like, ah, okay. It's a choice. Because yeah, I, 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 I just like looked at it. I just like in my mind, I guess I just put like a dot there where his nose would be uh, like just it just my mind did that just to save it from itself. And then I'm looking at it now saying that and it's just, why doesn't he have a nose? It's like Krillin <laughs> without charm. Uh, yeah, but, but he dies less. That is true. But he, he still wasn't the end, so it all matters. Well, no, he out. dies constantly. There's like but a million did. different enemies. But he revives again, so he still doesn't matter. Constantly by pies. Yes. Uh, anyway, um, so uh, I think we've already kind of talked about this, but we can probably go into a little bit deeper dive of things that we might not have talked about. Uh, Axe, how do you think about the format of the show? I mean, I it's weird because the only other thing we really have to go up against is Guts, right? And Guts felt like a full-on episode. Even if it wasn't that interesting to us, it felt like a full episode. Nick Arcade, the way it rushes through, didn't feel like a full episode. It felt like they were... It felt like they only had, like, ten minutes to record the episode before they had to switch it over to something some other people actually wanted to watch. Like... It was very frustrating to watch uh, and see these kids not get the chance to actually to and it could be very one sided as well. Uh, There was an episode where the yellow team basically dominated the entire board. And so I think it was like an entire round where the the yellow team ended up with like 100 points and the red team had like no points whatsoever. So it, it was odd the whole the whole format has this had this odd feel to it where it, it it didn't feel fully fleshed out it felt like a really good prototype for a fuller episode for a fuller show but it just wasn't given the budget and the time to really be realized also um, landslides were super fucking common super common yeah 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 like one t- one one time, yellow, and it was a lot of time. It was yellow team. Yellow team uh, won for like two hundred point di- difference, which was, was ridiculous. So much luck involved, almost frustratingly so. Yeah, um, and at some points, like the the challenges were the video challenges were kind of easy. Like you really had to try hard to not get three thousand points in King of the Monsters, and one time one kid didn't get three thousand points. And I was shocked by that, but uh, that was because the enemy kept running away. Yeah. So like, it, it it's it's like with the the pop quiz, 
where the questions have no curve. There's no buildup. It's just straight on up and down, up and down, up and down. And that's kind of what the format was. It was just a lot of spiking hills and valleys. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out of things to say. That's, that's kind of what I, th I thought of it. All right. Uh, cool. Yeah. Um, I guess a few things that uh, I'll touch on things that I would probably have done differently a little bit. Uh, first of all, the video puzzles, pop quizzes should definitely be, should definitely have been more video game related. If they're going to make a game show about video games, go all in. Don't half-ass it. Don't like throw all this random other stuff just because you don't really know what to do with the format of the show. You have a format of the show. It is video games. Cash in on that. Um, second thing is the um, for the face-off. Don't have a face-off for the second round. Whoever is trailing behind at the end of the first round they get to start the second round. Give them a potential chance to catch up. Uh, thirdly, give the players a way, even if it's difficult, to fend off the enemy. Like, maybe you win a video challenge, you get an extra life or something, and that gives you at least a chance to um, repel the enemy. Um, also, gonna be gonna be honest, really quick. Going first makes no difference for the map because it's all fucking luck. Well, yeah, because you can hit the bully and then completely lose your chance. You can hit the bully three times in a fucking row. Yeah, yeah, that's that's also things like that. There definitely needs to be a lot more balance to that because you just with some bad luck the same team can end up having control over an entire round. Um, one thing uh, that I was kind of thinking of as well is have an incentive for hitting the goal. Because as the show stands, the only incentive that you have for hitting the goal is that if you get the question wrong, the other team only gets 25 base points. So, you know, 25 in the first round, 50 in the second. Um, instead of getting, you know, the full 50 base points. Um, so have some incentive, like you get a few bonus points, you get a prize, I don't know, whatever you want to do. But since that's the intended format of the show is to get to the goal, then why not have an additional incentive to get to the goal? without taking away the incentive of exploring the board, which you can't really explore the board with the small amount of time that they have to actually do the show. So I, I, I just had a thought that I wonder might be an, a more a better way of doing that format. Have, have them just explore the map and basically say that you were trying to find the goal. But the thing is, is that um, you would just go about the board and it would be random things. Uh, up until they hit the time limit in which then that is the next thing that will show up is the goal automatically. Like, have it be hidden. And it's okay. like, oh, you found the goal. But that, that would, yeah, that would also, that would also work, actually. Just the, the goal, it, the goal would not actually be on the board. 
just when time runs out, wherever the players move, that's where the goal is all of a sudden. That kind of works. And one other, one last thing that um, I think would be a nice touch, but for how limited the budget was and for how limited the time was, I don't think would have actually fit, is have the uh, video game wizard be an actual actor who shows up in the studio and just kind of taunting the players the entire time. Yeah. I, I, that seems like something that it would do. Yeah. Or just have it like show up on the board occasionally. Something like that. That that might also work, but I, I, I in my, in the image I have in my head, just having an actual actor in the studio uh, posing as the video game wizard would definitely add some entertainment value. Okay. Uh, is that, that what you had to say? Yeah. Okay. Uh, stove. I mean, there's only uh, one of two ways you go about like improving the format because it is, it's very rigid and very rushed for what it is. Um, one option is to extend the show itself, but I don't think. Um, I get the feeling that after like I think 23 minutes is a good time for the show, but it's just not enough time to get everything done. Uh, so the only other thing I could think of would be to just have it be one map. Like, you don't need to have a second map. Just have him, he's exploring the mall in general. He's exploring his neighborhood in general. That way, you'd be able to, um, you can just say, oh, well, it looks like we have to take a break. We'll come back to hopefully have Mikey find the goal. And then, as Lolo said, just have the goal be random somewhere on the, on the uh, map itself. But um, as it stands, it it works in theory. Like it's it's not perfect in practice. It's still it's still an enjoyable show in general, really. But the format really just kind of brings it down a bit because in in the end, you just have um, a lot of things that don't aren't related to video games. Um, a lot of squares that are pretty much just advertisements or. Um, watching a bad animation throw a pie in your face. <laughs> and then like, you know, as was said earlier, the vid- you only have like what, maybe two, three, four video challenges, a game. So you don't even really get to see that many video games, which would be mostly what you're there for. So yeah, I would say either they'd have to extend the game itself, extend the show itself, or just cut back a little on what they were trying to do. Yeah. And that's all I got. Okay. Uh, Torpo. Uh, It is rigid to the point of hindering it greatly. It's a show that wants to take its time in a format that does not allow it to do so, and it is very evident every turn. Between the super short timers for, like, the fucking uh, video games to constantly being told, ah, we ran out of time, we're going to rush you to the goal for the maps. Which usually ends up with both maps, too, I might add. Not just the first one, which has a commercial break, but both of them. It's, it's just, you can feel the time constraints and definitely the budget constraints, and it definitely feels like they weren't like meant to be like a top-tier game show, but more there uh, to fill a time slot. Uh, and I, also I, kind I, of a niche. What was that? Also kind of a niche. Yeah, it's definitely a niche. Uh, but, yeah, so it, it's 
the format it's it's trapped in essentially is kind of what brings it down more than anything but i still think it was fun so yeah yeah i it it i wonder if they just had to do this like oh yeah it's a game show so we ought to have the questions but yeah it just felt very weird um so for my thing um i know this is going to sound a little like I don't know if ancestral is a bit the right word, but I feel like I do have to bring it up because it is something that many of us are very familiar with. Um, and that is actually, uh, so this, this, it is, especially with the group of people that we are in, uh, a lot of us are familiar with a particular web production, uh, that is called arcade pit, uh, which is, uh, streamer Smite um, decided to essentially take the format of Nick Arcade and kind of expand on it, uh, and that's a, it's essentially what Arcade Pit is essentially Nick Arcade Plus. My um, legacy lives on. Yes. Um, so basically, did the thing where it's like, oh, all the questions are video game based. Uh, the you don't, it's not super time limited, so you're like you're always just going around the board, and then when the goal is, that's when it ends. Um, but yeah, I, I forgot what my point was, but essentially, yeah, I, I do feel like it, it does show that if they kind of expand on that, this could be a lot better. I feel like not that it'd say that it's a super bad, but yeah, um, they did, they, they need to give more time to things. Like I felt like maybe one round that just kind of expanded on, I feel like would probably be better. Also, that the the last thing going into the video zone that need to be like at least forty five seconds, if not a full minute, um, because yeah, there was just so many times where they uh, got screwed over at the end because just like the certain animations for things, I uh, just lasted too long. Like there was just waiting that they really couldn't avoid. Um, well, didn't didn't they get an entire minute? No, they got thirty seconds. They only got the video zone only. You only get thirty seconds. At least I'm pretty sure you only get thirty. No, seconds. it was a minute. Oh, was it? Second, sixty sixty seconds uh, total. It was huh. a minute, but the the problem is you have three rounds to get through in the entire minute. I thought it yeah. was okay. Well, a minute and a half at least. Then uh, in some of those segments, uh, have you on a basically waste your time? Yeah, yeah. Like the mind part where you have to wait. Yeah, like that one was great also because that's the one that had the most egregious hitboxes in too. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. no, that was that was the worst one to to watch because you could see where they were definitely not near where where they could get hit, but they still got hit. Bullshit. Uh, I still like that one of uh, the segments of that one was so bad, the rat that they intentionally gave you a full health power up to eat the hit. Yeah, I think that was the one they have to wait too. Yeah. No, no, that was the uh, the minecart. Yep, yeah. So it's it's good, but it definitely could use a little bit of tweaking. Um. So yeah, uh, with that, uh, we have one final question. Turpo, would you want to be on this? God, no. I mean, games are fun and all, but it's mostly not games. It's just tr- dumb trivia, being forced through a map awkwardly, and then just that really fucking awkward game at the end also i'm i'm very tall i am exceptionally tall i i just imagine you get to the video zone and it's like your head doesn't even show up 
pretty much. <laughs> like, I, I am very, very tall. This is important to note. So they, that game would be pure fucking misery for me. You just stick your arm out, and it's just you grab, have managed to grab all three of the tokens at once. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Just do it uh, like a fan motion, end up grabbing all the orbs. Also, I'm very lazy and don't like exerting myself. Yeah. Um, stove. As a kid, yeah. Um, if they were to do, oh, we're going to have an adult uh, Nick Arcade. Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, no, I wouldn't want to do that. I think um, kind of as you brought up, like I'll be on Arcade Pit because I don't have to do anything physically. So that that kind of works out for me. Um, but yes, he lives on. <laughs> and in terms of like having to do some kind of physical challenge or answer questions about Supreme Court justices, I'm just here for the video games, man. I I might have to draw something, but that's that's fine. I don't have to look at a red screen and try to strain my eyes and figure out: Are we at the pool or are we at fucking McDonald's? What's going on here? I. I don't need to do any of that shit. So yeah, I wouldn't want to do that now. But if I was a kid, I probably would have wanted to do it. Yeah, like, I, I, I hate drawing, but that shit kills me even more. Also, if you're mentioning, as a kid, I was also very tall. <laughs> I have never not been tall all my life. So... Yeah. yeah. Um, Coolio. Um, at the time, I, uh... I actually didn't have a Nickelodeon, seeing as I'm up in Canada. Uh, so I only got to see a couple of episodes of the show, like, ever at the time. But um, it definitely seemed like an interesting thing. If I if I had been more aware of, uh, you know, if I had watched more of the show, I would probably be totally into it and would want to, you know, participate if i could which being in canada probably can't but um at this point eh, they would have to tweak the format to be a little bit more um on point let's say i would definitely be interested in trying the video zone um as opposed to torpo i am not tall at all so um if it's anything hitbox related i'm probably good but um right now i guess it'd be kind of a toss it would depend on what they were doing with it all right uh also i feel like the doing this at this is more the the as a child is in parentheses because it'd be normally weird period to have uh, someone our age to be in a show with a bunch of kids. Gonna kick your fucking asses at Which, Turrican, bitches! <laughs> for some reason, the image that appeared into my head uh, was not any of us being on it, uh, but having all the kids, and then for some reason, Giant Bomb's Jeff Gersman uh, just being there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd be, it'd be Dan. And Jeff, why not? Yeah, either, no, no. either one of those would be good. I don't know. I just find Jeff just funny because I know he would just would not give a shit. Jokes on you for some reason. It's Rory. God. Actually, <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just thinking like they could do the video zone so much better now. Like there is virtual reality. They could also do augmented reality. So if they got that Google Glass up in there, yeah, 
they could get a laser tag vest that vibrates whenever they take damage. Yeah, no, give them nice. feedback. There, there is so many things that are more widely available now and make the video zone so much better. So, I'm, I would totally be down for a modernized Nick Arcade. Yeah. Um. So, Axe. As a kid, yeah. I, like I said at the start of this, you know, I aspired to be on the show. Never made it there. But as a kid, fuck yeah, I wanted to be on, on this show. As an adult, uh, my body's shitty now. So, no. I, I, I would not want to move around, uh, be asked questions that I don't know the answers to. There's a reason why you've never seen me on Arcade Pit. Because not only do I not know the answers, but also I'm very nasty when I'm comp- competing. So, uh, yeah. yeah, my no. legacy lives on. I, I, I'm perfectly fine not being on Nick Arcade. I need to actually watch Arcade, but I, I haven't done so yet. My legacy lives on. It's interesting. You should watch it. Yes. Um, so They don't even know my name anymore, just what I did. Revamp, <laughs> fucking yeah, revamp, person... uh, revamp uh, Nick Arcade, except the video zone is just replaced inexplicably with The Running Man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just American gladiators now. Enjoy, enjoy uh, the uh, the foam balls. Yeah, in your but they're face. all in cosplay. That's the difference. Yeah. All right, I think it's time for us to actually rank this. So, what about you, Lalo? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, I, I as a kid, I'd probably want to be on it, but now, no. I, all right, I, I, I am not. I am not <laughs> mobile enough anymore <laughs> i don't think any of us really we, are. We, we have reached the things are just randomly hurting in stage in life so <laughs> that is beyond me doctors say this is how you're gonna live now yeah question to kind of uh back off of this one would you want to be the host of this show Ooh, no <laughs> fair enough <laughs> I don't know that I'd want to host a children's show. I definitely would want to be a game show host, but not to this. I'm already host of enough bullshit right now. <laughs> I would I'm just build- because I can't curb. I can't. Well, okay. Coolio can attest that I can curb my language, but I have my limits. Yes. You have, you have been <laughs> on two episodes of my show. I came very close to cursing on the second one. Remember the Amico. <laughs> Remember, remember the Amica IP? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me with this bullshit right now? No, that's why you rub their face in it. <laughs> See, that's the, like, I'm too petty and shitty to do anything like that. It's to Amico, I guess. No, you're wrong, kid. <laughs> Dumb little shit. It was the fucking... The Alamo. It was the, the Americana. <laughs> remember the Texaco. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I think it is time for us to finally rank this. So um, we rank things here on a 1 to 21 scale with some extras, which I don't think this is going to really involve. Um, but yeah, uh, 21 being don't even bother. It is complete garbage, like not even ironically fun to watch. Uh, to 1, which is absolute, like it is completely, it is polished to a to a mere sheen and probably the best of its genre. Um, so, X, um, what would you give this? I put this at a six. 
it's pleasant to watch. It's got its problems, but you know, it's it's enjoyable. Okay. Uh Coolio. Uh so looking at the uh at the table as it stands now, Nickelodeon Nickelodeon Guts is currently sitting at ten. Um I definitely watch this over guts. Uh I'm thinking probably not as high as Axe. Thinking at or around eight. Okay. Uh stove. Yeah, honestly, I was thinking um I was thinking eight because it it is pretty good. Like if anything, its flaw is just the the format's not the best, but even then, like with the format it has, it's still enjoyable enough. I think I think eight is fine. Okay. Uh, Turbo. Uh, I, yeah. Once again, given my feelings on guts, I would say this would be like a fucking seven or eight. Okay. Uh, so yeah, a majority somewhere between six and eight. Uh, going probably a little bit into the middle, so around the seven era uh, or seven region. Um. Which right now, what we have in seven is the Running Man Tron in East Two. If I were to think about this, um, I actually would probably say seven at least. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I I think I think what yeah I feel like seven probably. Um, like the problem, the problem is we don't currently have any eights. And the part of me that's like, oh, we could put, we finally have something in eight, but that's as not torpid right. is that's not, as not how... is prone to saying, we don't need to fit it in a spot just to fill a spot. <laughs> yeah, let's and put it don't. in eight though. <laughs> shut up, Torpid. <laughs> we just shut the fuck up right now. Being a contrarian to the last. Hi, uh, Torpid. I say things, but I don't mean them. Um. Look, all I'm saying is I would watch The Running Man over this. Well, remember also, it's in probably the same region. So in, in between everything that's in seven, there are plus and minuses. So just because you'd watch something over, it doesn't mean that. I that's would slap the shit out of you. <laughs> would you rather watch The Running Man movie or The Running Man game show? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to see people die, so I'd rather watch the movie. I mean, I, I want to watch American Gladiators. People don't die in American Gladiators, though. They just get in the face and just almost lose their eye. True. Scratch Corny is basically like dying. <laughs> yeah, I would probably die just of embarrassment of getting pegged in the face <laughs> with a tennis ball. <laughs> um, God. Mm. Flip a coin. Uh, I'm just trying to think. The thing is, I definitely don't feel like it is six quality because we got like stuff like Labyrinth, Mortal Kombat, Humphrey Bird October. I still feel like it's a little bit lower than that. Um, so I'm thinking seven or eight. Um, mm, I don't want to with either one. Yeah. Mm, mm. Yeah, I can I can bump down to a seven. I I can I can see those arguments, but there but I'm not going any lower. Yeah, yeah, it's not going. Yeah, any lower. No. Yeah, it's seven or eight. Um, joke for X. It's like I'll, I'll go to seven, but that's as be- that's the best I can do. Shush um, for me, thanks. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. I I punched it up for you just a little bit. You're my pal. Um, God, yeah, it's so. Mm, 
See, this is where the thing where I'm thinking like, oh, if only we can go in between two things, but then that is just a that is no, we can't do that. Then you're studying decimals. I was gonna say that is uh that is an amoeba split, and that's gonna get us to be have like two thousand rankings on here, and then we're just at the point of having everything as its own ranking and right back to normal. Yeah. Um God, I really can't think of whether to put in seven or eight. I almost think that a coin flip might actually work. I feel like after this. I feel like if it's a question of like, should it be higher? I would say it should default to be higher. Cause if you think if seven is like an option, I would say just put it at chef at seven as much as you want to fill eight. You don't have to. Yeah. No, that, yeah. that logic kind of, kind of follows for me. Yeah. I, I'm fine with that. Cause it makes more sense. And it's like, Oh, we can finally have an eight. The fact that that's even filling my mind, I have a feeling that that's actually throwing it off. So yeah, I think seven's probably good. Okay, Nick Arcade at seven on episode 31, 1992. I'll fill that in later. And by that, I mean I won't fill it in later and I'll forget and then I'll do it at a later date. Um, <laughs> this is definitely a kid's show. Uh, later. Um, tone. Nice. Um, cool. I don't, I, I need 90s thing. I need no one. Video um, games. I think I'll just put happy for that. Oh, that's not happy. That is Toho. Oh, it's very anime. Yes. <laughs> Please remake Nick Arcade, but only have Toho games on there. You could no. do that. You could actually no. do that. No. <laughs> Don't matter. Cool Toho, or that Smite won't put schmucks in Arcade Pit. <laughs> <laughs> the, I, I feel like they are kind of going for at least kind of cool. I would probably put it whimsical, just like the thing that we put. Yeah, like, whimsical. It's, it's not like it's not like with Mike O'Malley where he's got all that slang. He's hell yeah, hip, all right. No, this dude, dude was awkward as hell. Yeah. All right. Um. Let's see. Is there anything we want to call out for music, charm, uh, cinematography, story? Which no. Uh, <laughs> action or art? Uh, it's super campy. The story, the man has to figure out which shirt he wants to wear and has to decide each week whether or not he wants to wear a different shirt. He won't stop <laughs> wearing the gold I, shirt. I, I, I think that with that, I think a, char, a thumbs up and charm would be appropriate. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, the music was that the, the theme was OK. But do, 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 do. it's kind of it, earwormy, kind of. It, it is kind of earwormy. I, Actually, I wonder if I should put the earworm charm for that. Probably should. Yeah. It it a lot of it's just because he even if he doesn't want to sing to it, 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 it does get very catchy because he's doing it and you kinda of want to do it yourself too. Yeah, I, I can Especially if he doesn't want to do it. <laughs> Please let me stop singing. His own personal hell. Never stop partying, Slurms. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty apt actually yeah. wham, 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 wazzle. <laughs> um yeah i think i think putting your warm music and charm or thumbs up and charm is pretty good um yay or nay uh so it's not technically the way we'd normally use it but i'm gonna put actually, length and nay or up uh, yes yeah, um for technical there's one that's called neat idea but not really well executed uh yes that 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 can be 
yeah, that would definitely fit. That and length in a yeah. Yeah, I was thinking of so technically the the epi- like it's not that the show itself is too short. It's the yeah. fact that it's just they for what they wanted to do, it was too short. Um, I can't really think of anything else though. I think that pretty much covers it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, there's Nick Arcade. Uh, we have ranked that because uh, we could watch more seasons of it, but that's kind of all that's available. And probably I I am looking forward to the time in which we look at actually a different show that is very similar, um, but is actually much earlier. In fact, almost a decade earlier. Uh, that is Starcade. Um, but that will be probably for a while because no one's heard of it and therefore it's not going to win any polls. Um, Which is a but, shame. Um, Do you want to see people lose badly at Dragon's Lair? I would suggest yes, watching yes, Star. I do actually. <laughs> you could always just not put it up for poll. No, I want to see them lose incredibly at fucking Castle of Cagliostro chopped up for a Dragon's Lair. Like. Yes, that actually, yes. That is why I want to watch that. Anyway, uh, that is something else. Um, so before we uh, part, um, Axe, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, just my uh, Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash Immortal. Okay. Uh, cool, yeah. Uh, yes, two things. First, the uh, Let's Play group that I'm in, Low Bias Gaming at lowbiasgaming.net, as well as my podcast, Square Wave Symphony, your home for video games, chiptunes, and all things weird and geeky. And that's available at lowbiasgaming.net slash squaresim, as well as at squaresim, S-Y-M, on Twitter. Okay. Stove. Uh, I can be found at twitch.tv slash portable stove. Um, and actually... I think uh, the Sunday after this goes up, or maybe not, I don't really remember times, but I will be on Arcade uh, so, shortly. So just for reference, this episode will go live uh, June 9th. So are you talking June about uh, the June 14th? Yes, on June 14th, I'll be on uh, Arcade Pit, which is the aforementioned Nick Arcade successor, uh, Torpid's Legacy Lives On. Um, and that'll be, <laughs> at, that'll be at... Uh, Twitch.tv slash smite. That is S M I G H T. Yes. Uh, it, it's twitch.tv slash smigot. God, fucking yeah. fond memories of him changing his name because people kept asking why the smite servers were down. <laughs> <laughs> this was uh, legitimately a problem. Yeah. Uh, uh, Torpo. Uh, Twitch.tv slash torpotypist and at torpotypist on Twitter. Uh, and I would like to plug the hole I can't seem to get past in this fucking blue screen game. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, that will do it for this episode. Um, next week, we uh, because this is now starting to go into June, uh, uh, there isn't anything, there really isn't any video game related thing uh, that I could do uh, because I do want to have some episodes that are in relation to Pride Month. Um, so I stretched things uh and because uh international karate uh ron hubbard ripped off the uh the music from this movie also Takeshi challenge also Takeshi challenge because beat Takeshi is in it so we have some reference to who beat Takeshi was also ryuichi sakamoto who is involved somehow in or in various niche game things uh also david bowie uh but anyway uh 
yes, we are taking a look at the movie Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence, uh, which is going to be quite a mood shift from the things we have ranked recently. Holy uh, shit, it is! Uh, I don't think we've dealt with anything of this weight uh, since, like, uh, Area 88. It's hard to find something this heavy, and this is far heavier than Area 88. Yeah. Uh, so, that will be interesting. But very, I, this, I'll be honest, uh, when I started Media Delta, things like Me- America's Christmas Lawrence, it's a reason why I did this. Just the, because I feel like it is something that is relatively obscure. Uh, I feel more. It's a good Christmas movie. It, yes, it's a good Christmas movie, much like uh, Watership Down's a great Easter movie. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I feel like that that'll be a interesting discussion. Um, so yeah, that will be next week. So I hope you tune in for that one. Uh, and again, thank you all for listening. Can't wait to fight the gay thoughts. Yes. And we're not that that's kind of what the movie's about. Just to be clear. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta clear that one up, folks. Alright, thank you all for listening. If you would like to look at the full list of rankings for yourself, please visit r3.ldp.life and go to the Media Delta List tab. If you would like to watch Media Delta's sister show, Retro Rank Rhapsody, you can either watch at youtube.ldp.life or by tuning into twitch.tv slash lodapuzzlo at 7.30pm on Fridays, 2.30pm on Saturdays, and 1pm on Sundays. All those times are from the Eastern U.S. time zone. If you would like to discuss this episode with the community, you can do so by joining our Discord server, which you can do so by going to discord.ldp.life. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you tune in for our next episode.